we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Good morning. Man, what's happening? We back from vacation, y'all. That's right. Back from vacation. Oh, uh, what a great week. How was your week? What you do? Oh, man, you know I was in uh, my, my, my my safe space, my the beautiful the beautiful island of Anguilla. Mm-hmm. Drop on the clues, mom's for Anguilla. So I was there. Got me a nice little tan. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's why I uh, unwinded, mm-hmm. recharged, mm-hmm. feel refreshed. And you know what was crazy? By Wednesday... I was there since uh, last Saturday. By Wednesday, I felt a feeling I hadn't felt in a long time. Oh, tell me I'm about ready it. to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I was wow. like, yo, I'm actually missing being on air right you, now. You miss me. You say it. I mean, yeah. I mean, of course. There I love, miss, I love, I love my coworkers. He loves me. No, I love my coworkers. 
And I love uh, I love this cultural institution we built called Breakfast Club. And I was like, wow, I actually miss being there. Right. That's now. a good thing. That's a great thing. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. I didn't get a chance to go anywhere. I, um. I was supposed to do my car show last week, and we had to push it back, so I was home. But I got a chance to do things that we usually don't get to do. Like what, watch TV? No, no, besides watch TV. But, you know, because we work in the morning, we don't get a chance to take our kids to school. So oh, I got, school is out. Well, I got a chance to take them to camp. I got took oh, my kids oh, to camp. You, I took them to camp every morning. I, I took my baby to daycare every morning. I got a chance to cook breakfast every morning. So those Poor are the kids. things... Nah, nah, I do breakfast. I'm, I'm a mean breakfast cook. I do the French toast. I can do bacon. I can do sausage, eggs, omelets, whatever you want. You can do sausage, but Yo, all that other stuff, up. I don't Yo. believe you. I believe you got it right out the pack. No, it wasn't out the pack. Frozen. I cooked it. I believe no. you heated it up. No. I don't believe you. No. You're hey. making it seem like you in there just whipping stuff up I from did. scratch. I did. I did. That's not up. true. You're and then, lying. And then one day my kids wanted uh, French toast and there was no more bread, so I had to make French toast with bagels. That was amazing. That they loved so it. That so stupid. Nah, it was good, though. Ain't nobody ever made no... Nah. I'm not going to say nobody, but who does French toast nah. with bagels? The bagel's too thick. Nah, it was made. Ain't that nah. the whole di- point? The bagel's nah, too it was thick good. for that. It was good. It was, the bagel was nice and soft. It gave you that French toast flavor. Jesus, yeah, so that was amazing. Let's talk to the kids. Let's, let's, let's ask the kids what they thought. Amazing. Okay. And then shout salute to everybody that's uh, stuck right now in the airports or trying to travel. So I was in uh, North Carolina Saturday, and I had a flight at 9 a.m. I was in that airport from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. last night. Well, salute to the airline jet blue because i had no problems and delta i ain't had no problems leaving the country i had oh, no man. problems getting back in the country it was cra- I, had to, I had to actually land at an airport that's 45 minutes away from here i had to land in westchester which is far from here then had to drive back to another airport laguardia to get my car to go back home but uh there's a lot of people stranded a lot of flights delayed yesterday because of the weather they said this weather over this weekend canceled and delayed so many flights so if you're stuck or you're trying to get out I'll give your airline a call because they're saying uh, a lot of these uh, planes have been or these flights have been pushed back two, three days. So it's pretty nasty out there. Yes, I feel sorry for you. Thank God none of our flights were stuck, though. That's why we're here this morning on this breakfast club, damn it. Well, let's get the show cracking. We got front page news next. Tesla and Figaro will be joining us. You'll fill us into everything that's happening. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, we got Tesla and Figaro here. Tesla, good morning. Good morning, DJ Envy and Charlemagne the God. Happy to be back. Yes. Now, some quick sports. I know Major League Baseball, the All-Star Game is happening. Uh, Yesterday was the last game, so the All-Star Game will be happening this weekend. So, uh, salute to uh, all the All-Stars out there. I know Aaron Judge pulled out because of a toe injury. Now, let's talk about this judge considers releasing an alleged January 6th rider arrested near Obama's home. What's going on with this? Yeah, update on this story. Federal prosecutors told a judge Thursday they are considering additional charges against an accused January 6th rioter who was arrested while looking for the Washington, D.C. residence of former President Barack Obama. Now, the Justice Department is seeking to hold Taylor Toronto in custody pending trial because they believe he is a flight risk because he was living in his van. Uh, which contained a machete, a steering wheel lock, two firearms, and hundreds of rounds of ammunition on the day of his arrest. Now, the judge will decide on whether to retain him or not on January 12th. Um, now, the the, this, the deal with this story is um, the judge is wrestling with the decision to hold him because they say he's a U.S. Navy veteran, but uh, he's been currently charged with only four misdemeanors, including knowingly entering the U.S. Capitol and engaging in disorderly conduct more than two years ago. But while he was in President Obama's neighborhood, he filmed himself saying that he was on the hunt for interest points uh, and he wanted to get a good shot, uh, a good angle and a good shot. And so according to the court, the court documents, uh, after Donald Trump posted Obama's address on social media, he said, uh, we got these losers surrounded. See you in hell. That's what Toronto said uh, about 
uh, Obama. So this is a really, really disturbing uh, story. So if Trump posted his uh, address on social media, how come he's not uh, being charged with doxing? Because that's illegal. Yeah, well, um, just to get some clarity, more context to that. So it was January 29th when Donald Trump did post uh, what he claimed to be Obama's address. Uh, he allegedly posted the address and then the guy headed over there. Now, as far as Trump getting into trouble, it uh, does depend on your jurisdiction. Uh, they said it depends on various factors, the intent behind the action. Uh, sharing someone's address may not be necessarily illegal, depending on where you are. But if you have if you're using the information to harass, stalk, threaten or uh, threaten someone then that could certainly be illegal and lead to legal consequences so i did some additional research research to see the difference in florida and dc and in florida it is definitely it definitely can be a criminal offense so we'll see if this uh you know what what comes I, I comes thought, out of this i thought it was illegal to do it anywhere uh if you don't have the person's consent like you can't post somebody's uh email or well can any you, other personal information without their consent because it is kind of public knowledge right because you can google a lot of these addresses right yeah it says um literally it says the laws that protect individuals from harassment stalking and invasion of privacy under florida law harassment can be a criminal offense if someone's posts if, if someone posts your address online with the intent to harass or imitate you so uh, intimidate you so it's all about the intent um, not necessarily just posting it. So it, it just depends on a lot of different, um, you know, circumstances uh, that are involved. But this one, you can create a direct link, you know, to say, hey, he posted the address. This guy then retweets that information, literally says, I'm going to, you know, mm -hmm. we have you surrounded. You know, we're talking about a, a clear cut case. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how this this all plays out. Man, add, man add doxing to Trump, uh, the Trump's charges, man. Mm -hmm. And do we yeah. find out whose cocaine it was in the White House yet? <laughs> well, I was hearing about that on vacation the whole time. What happened? Who cocaine wasn't in the White House? We'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about that next hour. But you know, what? the White House has so many damn cameras, and nobody knows who, by, who cocaine that was. By the way, if y'all think that's the first time the White Horse was in the White House, y'all out y'all damn mind. All right, there's been yeah, cocaine said, in the White House since the beginning of the time. They had cocaine in the White House before they was adding Rihanna's makeup to it. Okay. Absolutely. And I and I could do I mean if you want to do a quick update on it, uh, you know, again, cocaine was found uh, in the White House. Secret Service agents uh found traces of the illegal narcotic. Uh, and so they've been trying to figure out, you know, whose it is and was it dropped on a private tour? You know, was it any of the past oh, sons? Was, was it Hunter Biden? Was it Donald Trump Jr.? You know, <laughs> that's what the comments say. So uh, we're going to see what's going I mean, on with that. It's the White House. It's it's Washington, yeah. D.C. Yeah, but you okay? don't want, It's elected do officials. It's government workers. Like, there's so much in people the White sniffing House, cocaine though? in the White House. Yes. That's like somebody smoking mean? weed in the White House. Uh, that's happened, too. Jesus. These are humans we're talking about. You do realize that, With right? all those cameras? <laughs> everywhere. I'm sure there's cameras in the bathroom yeah, well, in the White well, House. Well, clearly they knew where to go to sniff where ain't no cameras. Jesus. <laughs> that's how you know it's been happening for years. Let's oh. go in this little room over here. Ain't no cameras over here, bro. And, so, and clearly somebody got startled. Cause they just left their line. Left it, got, got they just left their pack right there. Somebody got nah, startled. They had to fall out of somebody's pocket. Somebody went in and grabbed their phone and, and it came right out of something I like just want to know, was it pure cocaine? Oh, stuff. Was it Fenty Free? <laughs> was, it Rihanna's, was Rihanna's makeup in it or not? All I want right. to know. And that page is front page news. Tess, we'll see you in a little bit. Absolutely. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Tell us uh, how your week was. Did you have vacation? How was your fourth? We didn't speak to you in a minute, so call us up right now. Again, 800 585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? 
Yo, I want to talk about this Britney Spears going after this pro ball player, man. All I got to say is, Britney, Britney, you're a disgrace. You act like a groupie trying to chase a pro basketball player in a public place. Britney, Britney, you're a disgrace. Big chocolate to toe sucker. It's my birthday this month. I want you all to be nice to me. Hope you all had a good holiday weekend. How y'all been, brothers? We good. Um, it's crazy how you just came in hot with no context. What if people don't know what you're talking about, sir? <laughs> well, everybody knows that. That's front page news. That, that, that's that's not true. You got to stop saying that. Everybody doesn't know that story. Okay. Well, you was on vacation. See, and you're so excited because when Envy mentioned sausage earlier before, you got all excited. So you ain't paying attention. Anything, hey, man, right? shouldn't you be calling way up with ye? We don't like you over <laughs> here, yo. I'm way talking up, to her way, next. You way, know what I'm way, saying? Way, so way I want a happy birthday. Hey, hey, Charlamagne, hey. did I see you on TV with uh, Reverend Jakes? I'm saying, what is... New York's number one center, half a brain Charlemagne doing on TV with Reverend TJ TD Jakes. Bishop TD Jakes is my man, and I'm a uh, I'm a well versed individual, sir. I'm I'm the perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness. But once again, you're not welcome here at the Breakfast Club. You call in the way up with Angela Yee, okay? <laughs> Tyrone, what's up? Get it off your chest. Uh, I want to thank you guys very much, man. I found out I had cancer. You guys been preaching, man. You been preaching to us, preaching to us. Check your body, do what you got to do. It's getting spread, and I want to thank you, and I love you, man. Oh, man, congratulations, my brother, for catching it early, man. Yeah, that's right. What, it was a colonoscopy? No, I'm about to go get it, but you know, see, here's, here's the thing, though. You envy, you're the type of person that can, like, get a toe chair and go straight to the doctor. <clears throat> you know, That's what we use the platform for. And I'm going to tell y'all something, man. We go to the, we pay monthly on our our healthcare plans, right? Correct. But a lot of us only go to the doctor once a year. That makes no sense. (laughs) You're paying every month. So take advantage of it. Yes, I am the type of person, as soon as I feel a little something wrong, something lingers a little too long, I'm going to the doctor. I don't care if it's a cough. I'm going. I'm going today. How about that? What's wrong? I don't know. They said it's tennis elbow. You know, because I got, it's like, I don't know. It feels very, very tender in my elbow. Let's go to the doctor. I am. I got an appointment today. I'm not playing. Listen to your body. I do. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth. 
so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., Only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses. Helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Mello, what up, Mello? Yo, what's the word, Envy? How you feeling? What's up, Uncle Shaw? How you been? Peace, King. What up, Mello? Get it off your chest, brother. Yo, first of all, 
I'm not gonna hold you we need to address this. Like, fellas, please take your tight. Like, the whole speaking comment usher situation is out of control. What do you like, mean? What do you look like finding a woman the way you found her? And then when she continues to move like that when you with her, you start complaining on social media. That is nuts. How was Kiki Palmer moving? I don't know. School me. I don't. I don't know how she. How was she moving? I'm not gonna hold you. She started wearing less and going out more, and then let Usher sing to her. Like, <laughs> I, I should. Problem with it. That's why. I, that's why I met her. At, but respectfully, you can't sit there and date somebody and then try to change them and conform them to your views. Why don't you just date somebody who already like that? I mean, the the reality is saying it to her. The, the reality of the situation is, man, uh, when you're in a relationship, you just got to be mindful of the other person's uh, feelings. Like, nobody should be wanting to hurt nobody. They both publicly embarrassed each other, yeah. Absolutely. That's just, that's just the mean, moral of the story. They both publicly embarrassed each other. And then and that's something they should have left off social media. Everybody acting up. I mean, yeah, but that's just something they should have left off social media. And i tell you one thing. If I'm, I plan to go to Usher's residency. Me too. If Usher ever try to sing to what? my wife, he gonna be singing to the both of us. <laughs> my wife gonna grab his left hand, I'm gonna grab his right hand, and he gonna be singing my boo to both of us, yeah. goddamn. All right? Usher is a menace. That's who that's, that's who nobody really talking about in this whole situation. Well, you heard what Boosie said. What Boosie said. Boosie said Usher is on a take your girl tour. He been doing this for 20 plus years. The man literally said, don't leave your girl around me. True play for real. Come on, man. Usher is a menace, bro. Hello, who's this? Y'all crazy. Yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy Dingo. Dingo, what's up, my Dingo, brother? what's up? Get it off your chest, brother. Hey, welcome, welcome back. First off, um, yeah, I don't, y'all wilder with this whole Usher situation. Um, y'all do not go to his concert with your woman if you are nervous and insecure. Let's just get that out the way right No, now. it don't have not nothing to do with being, no, Dingo. No, Dingo. We're going to stop this. my girl to no Usher, nope, because he be on that. I don't got time. I know who he on. And look, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend was not tripping. He had every right to be mad. That husband shouldn't have been out like that. It shouldn't have been out like that. She is a mother, a brand new mother. So, so what? A brand new mother needs some time to release some stress. You know, no. she's been there with the baby the whole time. If she want to go out and see Usher, there's nothing wrong with no. that, brother. No, she needs to stay home with the baby. Y'all having two different conversations, though. I, I I don't care about how Kiki Palmer was dressed. No. But that goddamn Usher putting his arms around her and grinding on her <laughs> and her feeding into it, that's the problem. That, that's the problem. I watched I watched a bunch of different women all this week not fall for Usher's traps. Weedy ain't fall for it. Nope. Winnie Harlow ain't fall nope. for it. Kiki fell for it. Usher know what he's doing. Usher is a menace. God damn There's it. a couple of ladies that fell for because he, he he's been doing it for the last you know year or so. And I'm with you, Charlemagne. If you know, I'm going to see Usher, and, and when me and the wife go see him, if Usher pull up, we he both gonna we, sing in the both of us. The, yes. I promise you, you grab his left hand, I'm gonna grab his white hand. I like Superstar too, nigga. What's up? You gonna sing to me? I want to serenade too. Okay, you look too right. far. I don't want to. Do and by the way, I don't care if it's Usher Raymond or the Usher or the Usher at the church. Don't no man <laughs> want to see his woman getting grinded on by another man. That's it. And we're gonna talk about that next hour. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. What are your thoughts? All right, Usher pulled up Kiki. They did a little my boo, and it seems like Kiki's man was pissed the f off. We're gonna talk about that next hour. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Now, when we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to talk about L.A., man. L.A. will rob you for anything. We got to talk about how you how you rob Tina Knowles. Well. Well, what? I mean, you bro, rich people get robbed. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, if you poor and disenfranchised and you in need of some money, you're going to go rob the rich. That was it. That, that, this was this seems like this was calculated. We'll talk about it when we come back. And also, 
Uh, Jamie Foxx, we got some good news. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk threads. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is The Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On The Breakfast Club. So I've seen a lot of people confused, not really knowing what Threads is. i even seen Young Miami say, what is this Threads that you guys are talking of or speaking of? Well, it is Meta's new platform. It kind of rivals Twitter. And it reached more than 100 million users in five days. Threads is the fastest growing app in history. So it's very similar to Twitter. You can uh, speak to people. People can follow you. Uh, you can say whatever you want to say. It's almost damn near identical to Twitter. But there is no... Uh, where Twitter, there's, you know, caps on things that you can write and caps on things that you can say. Threads has no cap. But not only that, if you have an Instagram page, it's pretty easy to sign up. You just hit threads and you use your same Instagram page, your same name. And it's pretty much easier to use. Not interested. Uh, I don't need any more social media distractions. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I haven't been on Twitter in five, six years. I mean, I use Twitter, you know, for promotion. Like if I got like a book coming out or, the, you know, TV show. It'll be or something the same thing like for that. threads. Man, I can see that. I feel like everybody was just using threads the way they was using Twitter. Though. It is the same. It's exactly exactly the same. The only difference is, like I said, there's no caps where you can see Elon Musk is putting caps on things to try to make money off of everything. Threads is just letting it open. And you say it's the fastest growing social media app ever? That's what they're saying in I'll history. Co- why are we so quick to make the rich richer, but then complain about the rich? <laughs> mm. We'll complain about these billionaires, but then when these billionaires you know, put out some new technology that's only going to make their pockets fatter, we rush to be consumers of said technology. All right. And we never do that with black apps, by the way. No. You know what I mean? Salute to Fanbase. My man, uh, Isaac Hayes, the third. Isaac has been out there with Fanbase for the longest. I don't see people rushing, uh, you know, the, 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 the be on Fanbase. Right. And I feel like there was something else. Another right app. before Threads, I feel like that they were saying it was... I was going to call it... Bought the, you by Afrotech or something. It was like the cookout. It was something like no, that. It wasn't the cookout. Salute to the cookout. I remember the cookout. Something I remember. I'm actually... Salute to the cookout. Um... What was it? I feel like it was something else. I can't remember what it was. But it was I feel like it was some type of app that they were pushing through Afrotech. But long story short, I didn't see people rushing nah. to sign up for that the way they rushing to sign up for threads. Mm-mm. Now, also, uh, Tina Knowles, you know, Beyonce's mom, reportedly had more than a million dollars worth of jewelry and cash stolen after these broke into her Los Angeles home. Now, she was reportedly out of town. And uh, they broke into her home, they believe, uh, on July 5th, 10.30 a.m. They made off with an entire safe filled with valuables. And they're saying there are no leads in the case so far. Well, that's horrible. Okay. But damn it if they didn't pick the right house. <laughs> they said up, it was man. safe. There's a million dollars in the safe? That's what they're in saying. In cash? Yes, that's what they're saying. Somebody had to let them know that that million dollars is in there, right? You just don't randomly pick Tina Knowles' house and randomly go get that safe. That's what and I there's said. randomly a million dollars in there. Like, Jesus Christ, if that's the case, you should just be playing Powerball or uh, Mega Millions because, hey, you never know. You got some good damn luck, bro. Mm. Well, also uh, in L.A., Damson Idris, actor, his home was burglarized. Suspects took uh, the safe and caused serious damage. They're saying that uh, they went into his house, smashed the glass to get inside and took a small safe. But they're saying the joke's on them because our sources say not only it was only only about five hundred dollars worth of stuff in that safe. They said they actually mm. cost more money breaking into the house, saying that, you know, breaking the window and knocking down the door cost $2,000. So, ma- so maybe it's not an inside job. Maybe they're just breaking into houses and going to grab safes. Yeah, but this safe seemed like it was a smaller safe. If, if yeah, she yeah, had a million dollars in it, it wasn't just laying out somewhere. I'm sure it was hidden in the wall or yeah. hidden something. 
But uh, yeah, so if you live out in LA, people and I wonder why is, is burglary so big in LA? Is it that hard that's for the police? The rich, that's where all the rich people live. There's rich people in New York. There's rich people in it's Texas. Easy. There's rich people in Florida. There's rich people in Boston. There's rich people everywhere. Must be easier to get to the rich people houses in uh, L.A. then. Or is it harder? Or easier to find. I don't know. I think I think they were saying one time it's it's more difficult for the police to get to the people's houses because I guess mm-hmm. it's more spread apart. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And in some good news, Jamie Foxx was spotted in public for the first time since being hospitalized. Now, he's 55 years old. He was seen on a yacht on the Chicago River on Sunday afternoon. They said he was smiling and waving at people as he passed by. So that's a good thing. So salute to uh, Jamie Foxx. It looks like he's doing a whole lot better. Dropping the clues bombs for Jamie Foxx. Happy for that, brother. And I'm happy that he's not uh, under, under no pressure to tell the public what his condition was, what his condition is, right. what his healing process is. Nobody, like, what, is it, what, 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 what does it matter if you tell us or not? I mean, I want you to go do what you got to do in order to heal. And, you know, you pop back out and tell us your story when you want to or if you even want to. That's right. That's none of our business. That's right. Just happy that that man's healthy. That is right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Teslin Figaro will be joining us and we're going to take your calls. 800-585-1051. We've seen everything that happened with Kiki Palmer and her man and Usher, right? Now, if you don't know, she went to an Usher concert. Usher, you know, does what Usher does. He, you know, pulled her, you know, pulled her up, got her up, started singing to her. And people saying she got a little extra. So we'll take your calls and tell I us what you think. I can't wait to discuss. All right. 800. The real menace in this situation is Usher Raymond IV. All right. <laughs> 800. Okay. So what you going to do when Usher, you know, when you and your, your uh, wife up there. I told you what I'm going to do. And, and, she, and he grabs her hand and starts singing. I'm going to grab Usher's left hand. My wife going to grab Usher's right hand. And he going to serenade both of us. Okay, I love your music too, Usher. All right, you gonna sing my boo to both of us. All right, you gonna look me in the eyes. <laughs> That's what you gonna right? do. That's right. You'll see. All right, a little kinky, but all right, we'll talk about it when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning on BET. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. We got Teslin Figaro back with us. Absolutely. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Now, let's talk about this maid that launched an artificial intelligence chatbot for his presidential campaign. What is that? Yes, Charlemagne will appreciate this story. Uh, Super PAC supporting Miami Mayor Francis Suarez, running, who's running for the Republican presidential nominee. He has launched an artificial intelligence chatbot to answer questions about him. Uh, there is an example of how the AI tools, this is yet another example of how the AI, to, AI tools will be used in the 2024 presidential campaign. Now, the bot was unveiled by SOS American PAC, and it listens to users' questions and matches them with video answers. Uh, the bot, mo- the bot's mouth moves in a way that is not quite human-like, uh, but it says things like, "Hi, I'm Mayor Suarez, and I am running for president. How can I help you?" Uh, some of the questions did stomp the bot, uh, prompting the screen to read, "Sorry, I did not understand." So now they are literally using uh, these AI bots to pretend to be presidential candidates. So that should tell you what we can look forward to in 2024. Yeah, it's amazing to me how humans are just giving their lives. Uh, a way to robots like at the end of the day our brains are the only thing that separates us from artificial intelligence so why would you let artificial intelligence think for you and talk for you <laughs> like, like why why just give why just give your life away to a robot i'm not with that now mm-hmm. let's also talk about this uh obese passenger complaining about uh two ticket purchase policy 
Yeah, interesting story. I wanted you guys uh, feedback on this to see what people think about plus size travelers who are saying, you know, that airline policies uh, requiring them to get extra seats is discriminatory. Uh, so there is an influencer uh, by the name of Jalen Cheney. Uh, she has brought this to folks' attention to say that she should not have to pay for twice uh, for the same, ex not have to pay what her body would receive. Uh, she is asking uh, folks to sign a petition to say that, uh, you know, this should be something that is regulated across the board uh, that allows, you know, that it's going to, I guess do fairness uh, for folks who are morbidly obese. Uh, right now, there's various airlines uh, that some charge, some do not. Sometimes they give the money back, you know, if they see that the second seat is empty. Uh, so there, I, I tried to look up a couple different policies to see, you know, was there something uniform across the board? And so that's what she's fighting for, asking for something uniform across the board so that people don't have to pay extra. And critics are saying that if the uh, passenger is not paying extra, then it will fall on the taxpayers. So you guys travel a lot. Uh, I am uh, a Southwest as Charlemagne calls the Greyhound bus in the sky. By the way, shout out to Southwest. None of my flights were canceled last week. Um, but what do you guys think about um, mm. obese uh, customers having to pay an additional charge? See, as, as a frequent flyer, you know, I'm a million mile or a Delta. Shout to Delta. Um, <laughs> I, I understand what they're saying because if you sit this next to somebody obese, they're taking your seat as well. Like they, like some of their, their legs, some of their ass, some of their, their, their... They're taking some of your seat. So they should have to, you know... I would say kick in on that other seat because you don't have a full seat if you sit next to them. But on the other side, maybe the airplane should make the seats a little bigger for obese people so that way they won't have that problem. Yeah, I don't think it's discriminatory at all. I think it's common sense. If you're too big to fit in a seat. And you got to take another seat. Yeah, then you should have to purchase the amount of seats you need. And, and wouldn't you want to be comfortable too? You're not going to be comfortable as a big person sitting in one seat. So not only are you not comfortable, the person next to you isn't comfortable. So you should uh, have to purchase the amount of seats you need if you are a, 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 a bigger person. That, that, just, that to me, that's just common sense. Mm -hmm. Well, the argument also is that more than 41% of the U.S. population is obese. So, again, they can change, uh, you know, like Envy suggested, maybe make the seats larger on all planes. But then again, that would be less passengers that can fly, which would mean you would require more. It's a trickle-down effect. You need more planes. We're talking about more delay. You know, all of those things. It's not just a matter of changing. Uh, this know, is going to sound crazy. Or, or have an obese section where there's a certain <laughs> area in the, in, the, in the plane where the seats are bigger for bigger people. You know, just like they have, you know, like they hold certain seats for handicap just in case they have handicap because it's for easier for people to get in and out. And they have first class seats. So have a I don't want to call it an OB section, but a section where there are seats on the plane that are bigger for people that are a, lot, a little bigger. Why, why should the planes have to change, though? Like, 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 why can't the plus size? Because forty-one percent of the, the the population is big. So make a change in your diet. Make a change in your habits. Like, whenever you want to fit into a nice outfit, you can lose weight to fit into that nice outfit. So why not lose weight to fit into a plane seat? Because it's not just a, a small percentage. This is a large percentage of America is is big. Okay, what are we doing here? What, what didn't Michelle Obama have a whole campaign about dieting and that's eating like, healthy? And everything that's like else? designing a car. When you design a car, you don't design it for a small population. You design it for the mass. So the seats so if I'm be design, bigger. If I'm designing for the mass, then I'm not designing it for the forty-one percent, envy. What are you talking about? I mean, it's sixty percent, but forty percent is a lot of people and a lot of. Pe not, it's not like it's a small uh, percentage. Uh, uh, you said the mass. You design the seats. Sixty percent would be the mass in that situation. But you design the seats for the bigger population because forty-one percent is the bigger population. Well, it's it's a big population if of people. I'm, no. Would you, you you just you contradict your whole point? If 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 you said I'm designing things for the mass, the mass would be that 
59%. Well, but 41% is a huge population as well. They are it's a huge population. Fo- That's yeah, the whole up. point of the well, conversation, Envy. Are you not following? Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do, I do want to say this. Uh, Air New Zealand, uh, they are doing uh, a study, a survey right now, where they're actually having people weigh themselves before they get on the plane. That's wild. To, yeah, because they're trying to see. <laughs> they're trying to see. And they said the number doesn't pop up in front of everybody, but they're trying to, you know, do a study to see, you know, does it make a difference? You know, could they make a difference if people are heavier? Because they got to look at baggage they got to carry, cargo. You know, is it a safety issue? So th- th- I think this story is going to keep uh, popping up. So uh, Air New Zealand, they're they're weighing folks now. So Damn. Well, salute to everybody <laughs> out there uh, that's on, on the heavier side. You know, I would think that y'all would want to be comfortable when y'all get on planes. But it's expensive. Like, you it know, is, the flight's $500, and now you're spending $1,000 to get is, to Florida. You know, is, that's a is, lot. It is expensive, you know. It is expensive. But guess what? So is being obese. Because after a while, when you get older, you know, there's going to be a lot of health issues that happen. Your doctor your doctor eventually is going to tell you there's a lot of things that you need to change about your lifestyle and your diet. And that, too, gets expensive. So I just don't understand, you know, why not, you know, make some of those choices now. All right. Well, that is front page news. Thank you, uh, Teslin Figaro. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Salute to BET. And make sure you uh, check out Teslin Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Uh, go subscribe to it right now and follow her on Instagram and Twitter at Teslin Figaro. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We're talking Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend. Her man was upset that, you know, she was dancing with Usher and Usher was serenading her. And, you know, she put her arm around Usher's neck. How would you feel, fellas, if that was your girl? 800-585-1051. And women, would you do that? Is that disrespectful? Let's have a conversation this morning. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, uh, we're taking your calls about Kiki Palmer, her boyfriend, and, of course, Usher. If you don't know what happened, uh, you know, Usher does his residency in Vegas. Hopefully, we I get to go to his uh, residency this, this month. But as he was doing it, Kiki Palmer was there, and Usher has, I guess, a routine where if he sees a celebrity, he, you know, he'll go up to them and serenade them. Well, happened the same with Kiki Palmer. He, you know, grabbed Kiki Palmer's hand. But, you know, Kiki Palmer, she, you know, she dove right in with him. She, you know, put her hand around his neck and grinded and danced and even did a little, little sexy walk. And Kiki Palmer's husband was upset about it, you know. And Mm-mm-mm. we're just asking, what are your thoughts? 800-585-1051. What are my thoughts? My thoughts is the real culprit in this is Usher Raymond IV. Why you say that? All right, I know some of y'all got smoke for Kiki boyfriend and some of y'all got smoke for Kiki. But Usher Raymond IV is the real villain in all of this. Salute to the good brother. Carlos Miller, we had a whole discussion about this uh, over the vacation, man, and we have determined that Usher needs to be held accountable for what he's doing to these households. What you mean? Usher told us 22 years ago, don't leave your girl around me, true player for real, ask my nigga for real, okay? And he's been acting that out since then. The man walks around the residency scouting on a straight search and destroy mission (laughs) looking for women to find so he can Pull them out of the crowd, serenade them, and destroy their households. You mm. know what Usher could do? What? All he had to do is all you gotta do is say, where are all the single ladies at? And then the single ladies will scream and he can go to the single ladies. You know what? He don't do that. You know what? You we right. ain't seen him serenade a single lady yet. You're right. Cause you think about it, right? 
who usually goes to see Usher? Like, oh, let's go. The girls go out and see Usher. All the couples. So, so now you leave your man at home. Now you out. You get a little tipsy. You get a little drunk. Usher come. You get a little dance. Now you in trouble That's at home. That's what I'm saying. All mm. Usher got to do is say, where the single ladies at? And he could go serenade the single ladies. That man purposely serenaded Kiki Palmer. <laughs> that man purposely serenaded Saweetie. No, she out here with, with YG now. Winnie Harlow had to sit on her man's lap. That's right. To protect herself from <laughs> that goddamn menace, Usher Raymond the Fourth. Usher's the real villain in all of this. Okay. That man, Kiki's boyfriend is getting unnecessary slander. Kiki's getting unnecessary slander. She's a she's a, a, a mom. She can dress however she want if she want to. And, you know, she don't need to be publicly embarrassing her boyfriend, but her b- boyfriend don't need to be publicly embarrassing her either. But that's for them to discuss within their household. What we need to be talking about, people, What's that? is Usher Raymond the Fourth. Because I'm telling you right now, when me and my wife go see Usher, mm-hmm. I dare Usher to try to come serenade my wife Because he's going to be serenading to both of us I'm going to tell her grab the right hand I'm going to grab the left hand And we both going to be Usher's boo when he's singing my boo that's You hear gonna, me? That's going to be a little weird You hear me? Hey, okay, hey. I like Superstar too, Usher right. I like Nice and Slow too, Usher There go my baby Okay, okay. I like There go my baby too, Usher 7 o'clock on be, the top That's I'm right in the drop top, Cruising, cruising the, the street. street We both going All three okay. of us going to be cruising the streets All right Okay All right Hello, who's this? This is Siteria from Miami Hey, Mama from Miami. What's your thoughts, Mama? Well, on the Kiki Palmer um, situation, that's, I mean, come on, man. It's Kiki Palmer, and that's Usher. What that mean? just a baby diet and pipe down. Whoa. Y'all got to stop, y'all gotta stop saying that. Whoa. Y'all got to stop saying that. I've been hearing people say that all week, talking about it's just entertainment. They both entertainers. That don't work, okay? Because I, I think They've about... They've been in the entertainment business for years. I don't care. That don't work. And I'll tell you why it don't work. Remember when back in the day when I used to be in here, being a pervert with every woman that was a guest on the show damn near? I don't remember that. I can't, t- I can't go home and say that's all entertainment. Right. With my wife on my ass. But, but let me, you, let, that, that, it's but not let, all entertainment. But let's change it. I'm, I'm sure these women would have a problem. Remember when Janet Jackson used to pull these guys on stage and, and split their legs open and grind on them? Would they have a problem with that? Well, it depends how the man acts. If the man is doing too much, if the man is going crazy, you know what I'm saying? You know, while he's on stage with Janet, yeah. If it's just like a little simple dance, you know what I mean? Nah, it's no simple dance. This is like lap dancing. It depends, man. It just, I think it depends on how the man reacts to the lap dance. Hello, who's this? This is Krista. Hey, Krista, good morning. Good morning. This is the first time I actually got to reach you guys, and it's such a great topic. I appreciate everything that you guys do, and I... Thank you. What, what's your I thoughts am, on Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend and Ursha? Kiki wasn't wrong. You can't tell what? her uh, that, oh, I deserve a traditional woman, and this is what I traditionally need. You didn't traditionally marry her before you knocked her up. I ain't talking about all, the, all that part. That's, that's none of my business. I'm talking about... But the outfit, Kiki- but the outfit wasn't wrong. No, the outfit was fine. I ain't got no problem with the outfit. But what about what about Kiki grinding on Usher and all that? That that that, that would have a problem if you, you you wouldn't mind if your man was grinding on Janet Jackson on stage. Hell no, I'll be right there with him, like get it. <laughs> that, 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 that's what we gonna do to Usher That's what we gonna start doing what? to Usher If Usher wanna be a menace right. And Usher wants to be out here on search and destroy missions okay. Searching out women in the crowd That he know got a man right. So he can destroy that household Guess what, more. what? Fellas take your power back King. All right, When Usher comes over to serenade your woman You jump right into the frame too What? <laughs> you, right. So now you so now you're gonna throw it back on Usher Yes Yes Getting, I told you I like Usher music too I think Usher's one of the greatest To ever do it This is getting weird Okay Usher gotta be top three I'll R&B artists of all time I'll pay for it I'll pay to see we, that We all love Usher So Kings take your power back When Usher comes to serenade your girl Oh boy Boom What's up
U-S-H-E. Be right there singing. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Now tell me, baby, what you gonna do with me? That's right. Josie, I'm right here, baby. What's up? 800-585-1051. We talking Kiki Palmer and Usher. What's your thoughts? Her man is upset. Was he wrong to be upset? Or is Usher the real villain? Usher is the villain here. Can we get into an Usher song now? What Usher song we gonna play? Might as well play, um... D- d- after the night Don't leave your girl around Now me true player for real Cause y'all have forgotten Who this man is Okay I love Usher But let's not forget Don't leave your girl around him He told us in 2001 He did It's the Breakfast Club Good morning yeah. Right that was Usher You don't have to call yeah. Morning everybody It's DJ NV Charlemagne the guy We are the Breakfast Club That menace is hiding In plain sight If you're just joining <laughs> We're talking about Usher Alright Kiki Palmer and her oh, boyfriend. Man. If you don't know what happened, Kiki Palmer went to Usher's residency. Usher, you know, he, he has the part of the show where he finds celebrities or women and pulls them out and serenades them. Well, this time, Kiki's boyfriend didn't like it or her baby daddy didn't like it, had a problem. So we're asking, what are your thoughts? And right? why can't that man's feelings be hurt? I wouldn't care if it was Usher Raymond or the Usher from the church. Don't no man want to see his woman grinding up all over another, another man. And I'm sure women don't want to see their man grinding all up over another woman so why can't he be upset now, I wouldn't have expressed it over social media Nope. you know what I mean but I'm not letting any of that distract me from the fact that the real villain in this situation is Usher Raymond the fourth hello who's this hi this is Ebony from Houston hey Peace, Ebony, Ebony good morning look at you I can hear the lust in your voice you can't wait to go to an Usher concert <laughs> well I called in guys just to do a quick comment um, I viewed the video it looks like Kiki Palmer was having a great time she was with her girls looked like it was a girls Las Vegas trip but I, as Usher was thinking, actually Kiki Palmer approached him and she actually put her arms around him and you could tell he was kind of being hesitant and then she turned around because she wanted to show her body off. That's where it just went wrong for me. So I think her boyfriend or fiance, whoever he is, he was wrong. He should have stayed back for at home. But Kiki was in the wrong. I think she was doing way too much, and I don't agree with how she behaved in Las Vegas. And you know who the other villain is? The other villain is social media, right? Because if there was yes. no social media, this wouldn't be a problem. This wouldn't be a situation. He wouldn't have been embarrassed. This would have just been a conversation, and that would have been it, right? That's correct. But Kiki has to understand she's a celebrity, and cameras are everywhere. And let's keep it real. I mean, I've been married for 20 years, but if I'm going to Vegas for my girlfriends, I probably would have been dead and having a good saying? time. But you have to know that the time that we live in, you cannot do that anymore. And let's be I'm clear. Usher is not just a celebrity. He's an icon. He is. All right. Ladies love Usher. Like, Usher's like a, he's not even like a real person at this point. I mean, he is a real person, but he's one of these people that's so larger than life that he don't even seem like a real person. So if that person is in front of you, serenading you, you're probably going to lose it. I'm telling us, don't fall victim to the charm yeah. that is Usher Raymond. That's right. Okay? I mean, we seen Usher a week ago, and I see you get a little hot and flustered. You ain't see that at all. Yes, you did. That's, that's not even remotely true. got a little true. hot and flustered. That's not even remotely true. I respect Usher, though. Hello, who's this? Even though he's a villain. <laughs> How you doing, DJ Envy, this year? Hey, Sierra, good morning. We're talking about Usher Kiki Palmer. What's your thoughts? Oh, um, with the Usher Kiki Palmer thing, I think she should be able to wear what she wants to wear. I mean, I don't have that much now we're not talking about her clothes she could wear whatever she want to wear she just had a baby she feeling us she could wear whatever she want we talking mm-hmm. about i will say one thing about what? the mom thing What's that? um if you're a mom and you have a daughter that's a certain age 
If your daughter is wearing revealing clothes or clothes that show too much skin and you chastise her about it or you tell her, hey, man, you need to, you know, put put something else on or watch what you wear, you know, you kind of got to follow that same law. No, but you, you're a grown-ass woman. Your daughter's a child. Your daughter's yeah, but, a teenager. But, but you lead by example. But but, she, exactly. but she's a grown-ass woman. She can do what she want to do. She just had a baby. You lead by example. I'm with you, but you lead by example. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying you don't you want... You do. You do. Um, But I also think it may be... You know, even though you're wearing something as well, um, it, it's how you carry yourself on top of that. Now, you now, know what I mean? So, that's that's the second thing, how she was, you know, dancing with Usher. But as a mom, she just had a baby. Her body snapped back. She's feeling good. This might be the first uh-huh. time she's out with exactly. her friends after having that baby. She want to have a little fun. I ain't got no problem with it. All, what you all of that is mama? distractions from the fact that the real villain in this situation is Usher Raymond the fourth. All right, y'all got way too much smoke for Kiki, boyfriend. Way too much smoke for Kiki. But Usher Raymond is just getting the Usher Raymond the fourth is just being let off the hook in all of this. Hello, who's this? This is Damian Naptown. Hey, Damian Naptown, what's your thoughts, bro? Hey, it ain't no bigger than me. I think I think the brother's just insecure. To me, shoot, it wouldn't have bothered me if Kiki wore that nor Usher. It's the same thing. as let uh, Erica Badu start dropping that thing on the stage. I think a lot of men will start buying tickets and women be in the same situation. And by the way, you lying to yourself. If your if your wife or your exactly. baby mama, your woman was wearing that outfit with Kiki and was grinding on another man, you would not be okay with it. Cut it out. I didn't. I, I didn't see her grinding, brother. I just seen her groove. You see no I was grooving. If your woman was grooving <laughs> with another man, you would not be okay with it. And by the way, that's fine. I just wouldn't take it to social media. Me and my wife would have a conversation amongst each other. Like, don't embarrass me. You know my ego fragile. Just like I'm sure a woman's ego is fragile. Mm-hmm. We just don't know what it is that would set a woman off. Right. Red. Yo, what's up, homie? What's your thoughts, brother? Man, check it, man. Okay. I believe you don't. You, you never enter a situation where you where you own an apology. And your reaction, you got to give an apology. So my man should have never played himself like that. He should have waited till she got home and said, yo, that's how you made me feel about this right here? Don't you ever play me like that again. I agree. And when the public would have asked him something, I'd have been like, yo, my wife looked beautiful. I told her she can go out there and do whatever. I'm glad she had fun. But one thing for sure, he should have known. He should have been like, yo, who you putting on? No, you're not wearing that. You see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, he should have afterwards, he should have been like, yo, don't, don't play me like that no more. Yeah, but I, you know, he, I, she went to I'm, Vegas. I'm pretty sure female wouldn't want him doing that. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and listen, that man was at home with the kids. Yeah, he was at home you with the kids. Saying? She yeah. probably came to him and said, "Yo, me and the girls going out this weekend. We flying to Vegas." She, he was like, "That's cool. I'll Go be ahead. with the baby." You Have know a what good I mean? Time. I think the main problem here is that he decided to match energy because his his feelings were hurt. You know what I mean? Because she was out there doing whatever she was doing with Usher in that moment, and instead of just him saying, "Yo, that hurt my feelings," to see you. Screaming over that man like that, he mm-hmm. decided to match energy, and so he got publicly embarrassed. So he yep. decided to publicly embarrass her, and that's where they all. Uh, that's where I think they all both fell short. But I don't think there's a right or wrong in this situation. I just mm-hmm. think they both publicly embarrassed each other. But let's not let that distract us from the fact that the real villain in this situation is Usher Raymond the Fourth. Usher needs to be held accountable for what he's doing to people's households. Okay, he told us 22 years ago. Don't leave your girl around me. That man be on straight search and destroy missions at those residencies. He's searching out women who are in relationships and he's destroying happy homes. Usher, all you got to do is say, where are my single ladies at? And then go serenade them. (laughs) Go on that side. No, no. You got Woody Harlow jumping in her man lap. 
Okay, you got Kiki Palmer and her husband, or boyfriend, or baby daddy, whatever he is, beefing at the house. You know what I'm saying? So Weedy played it right. So Weedy just sat there, cool, calm, and collected. She didn't fall victim no. to your charm, Usher Raymond. But now let me ask you a question. Now, what does that do for his residency? Now, any girl that goes with their man, you got to have a conversation now before Usher comes and sings to you. Yeah, you know what that conversation is? What? What we going to do when Usher come <laughs> to serenade us? Ain't no, ain't no, come, when he comes to serenade you. What we gonna do when Usher comes to serenade yo, us? Yo, you know the, uh, what's the, what's the dude with Salt Bay? Remember when Salt Bay used to put the steak in, in women's mouths? That's right. He tried to put it in my wife's mouth. I wouldn't jump and bit that steak. I don't, you ain't, nah, you ain't not going to my, never mind. So you, so you saying that you gonna bite Usher's meat? Never mind. When Usher comes over to serenade your wife? Never mind. Usher, get ready to have a security <laughs> take in me out. I'm not gonna do all that, but I am gonna grab your left hand and my wife gonna grab your right, Jesus. and you gonna serenade the both of us, okay? Jesus. And I, I want lovers and friends too. That's the song. Oh my god! All right, all right. <laughs> That's the song I want you to serenade us with. All right. Now, when we come back, we gotta talk about uh, Britney Spears uh, being backhanded. We'll talk about that happening out in Vegas as well. A lot of stuff going on in Vegas. We'll get to it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and out one of you! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force 
because of the voices on black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning back from vacation. Hopefully you guys are feeling good out there. I want to uh, salute uh, to HBCU NY Classic. So it's a classic that... Uh, Used to, they used to do it a long time ago, and, and they finally brought it back uh, to New York City. And, and I've been working with them for a while to be a part of it and to do a, a bunch of events. So if you're from New York, there's no uh, HBCU close to New York City and New Jersey, right? There's Morgan State, which is in uh, Maryland. There's, uh, of course, Howard at uh, D.C. There's Virginia Union. There's Hampton. And there's not too many schools. So when I do these classics, it's usually in Orlando. There's a classic in uh, Alabama. There's one in Jacksonville. So we got a chance to actually bring a classic back to New York City. So every year we're going to do this huge football classic. This is just for the HBCUs. This year is Morehouse versus Albany State. Both of those schools, of course, are out in Atlanta. And it's not just about the schools. It's about everything. It's going to be a week of activities. It's going to be the bands. It's going to be step shows. It's going to be a career fair. Uh, there's going to be uh, all types of uh, uh, financial literacy programs. It's going to be a bunch of things for kids, for alumni, and for so many different students. So the game is September 16th at MetLife Stadium. And again, it's Morehouse versus Albany State. And we're going to try to do this each and every year to try to bring the HBCU Classic back here because there's so many alumni from this area, but a lot of times they can't travel to homecoming or they can't make it to the Classics in Orlando or Alabama. So we're bringing the Classic here. So they did, that, Didn't they do one last year? Who was it? Yeah, it's the same one they did last year. It was Morehouse and... Uh, Morehouse. I, went to, I went to it last year. It I think was, it was SC State. Was it Morehouse and SC State? No, maybe I'm lying. No, I, was, I know it was Morehouse and somebody. Was it Morehouse and Howard? Might have been Morehouse and Howard. Morehouse and Howard, yeah. I went to it, but I don't remember who played. I remember, I remember Morehouse was playing because my man Bakari Sellers, he's the one who invited me. He's a Morehouse man. Yeah, so but we try to do it each and every year. And every year we're trying to do different schools, so we'd love to get... Well, you didn't go to uh, HBCU. I am a, uh, I have an <laughs> yeah, honorary doctorate from South Carolina State University. My mama's alma mater. Drop on the clues bomb for SC State. I am Dr. Bernard McKelvey, Dr. Charlemagne the God. Don't ever forget that. So I want to try to do that each and every year, be a part of it, and try to bring these schools here to you know New York, New Jersey area, and make it, like I said, a weekend of things. So it's going to be tailgating. It's going to be uh, all the fraternities, sororities, and we want all the schools to come out and have tables and really show the kids what an HBC looks like if they can never experience a homecoming. We're going to be doing day and night parties. It's going to be a, a week of events. We're going to do a pep rally. So it's going to be a, a, a lot of things. So the game I is think, September 16th. And I think New York has one HBCU. Does it? I don't yes. think so. Isn't Medgar Evers College? Medgar Evers College is not an HBCU. It's not? Let me double check I that. I thought it was. No, I don't think so. Not at all. Okay. Let me check, though. It's named after a black person. Medgar Evers. I thought it was an HBCU. College. Let me see. No, it's a public college in New York City. It's not an HBCU. I knew that. Mm. There's no HBCU in New York, which which I always thought was strange. Not even upstate, nowhere around. So it's, I'm just trying to bring that feeling back here because, like I said, the 
The only reason I went to HBCU is that was my mother and father's dream. They wanted me to go to Morehouse. That was their dream. And then I seen after I seen a different world, I wanted to go to Hampton. Because mm. it reminded me of Hampton. But why, right. do you, why does it say it's an HBCU? It says the Medgar Evers College is an HBCU located in Brooklyn, New York. No, this says Medgar Evers College is a public college in New York City. It's a I'm looking at HBCU Connect, though, so I don't, I don't know. No, it's not a damn I HBCU. I don't know. It's not. I'm, I'm a doctor, not a uh, HBCU scholar. Then I'm looking at all the students. All the students look white. But that doesn't mean anything now, anyway. No. Now, especially mm-hmm. after affirmative action stuff. Okay. All right. When we come back, we got to talk about Britney Spears. Now, she was allegedly backslapped, and we'll tell you all about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Britney Spears. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Right. right. On the Breakfast Club. This is why sometimes you just have to wait for video and you have to wait for the truth, right? So there was this... Uh, oh, thank you so much. Now, allegedly, Britney Spears got slapped by the brother's name is I'm gonna mess up his name I've been trying to get his name right for his the last, last name is, his last name looked like a line at the uh, eye doctor chart Victor Wembenyama I of mean, course he plays for the, the Spurs he just got drafted the number one draft pick he was walking through Vegas and a woman who he didn't know walked up behind him and said she said she tapped him and when she tapped him the security card allegedly turned around and slapped the ish out of her now, this is even so crazy because TMZ spoke to somebody that actually said he saw what happened. And this is what he said. Wemby was walking into the area uh, heading to catch when there was a, a fan who afterwards we found out was Britney Spears was uh, approaching him with a British accent uh, saying, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir. And just kept trying to go towards him. Uh, when eventually uh, he was heading, when Wemby and his, and his entourage were heading into uh, the restaurant where um, and to catch, that's when Brittany sort of in- infiltrated her way into this circle and one of his uh, bodyguards uh, gave her like a backhand sl- uh, slap across the face. Now, the reason I played that part is because that's what was the story that was going around. Was Brittany that- using the British accent? <laughs> that was Brittany Spears using the British accent? I, I guess that's what he was saying. But she said he said Britney Spears, you know, tapped him and then the security guard backslapped him. But then the surveillance video came out. And when the surveillance video came out, it was Britney Spears. She did run up on him. Now, the player, uh, I don't want to say his name wrong, Victor Wembanyama. He was walking. She tapped him on the <laughs> what? How you pronounce his name wrong the first time, then again wrong the second time? I don't know if you to be honest with you, I don't know if you I might be his right. Name wrong. But Victor Wembanyama, he was walking out out the restaurant. She tapped him on his uh I guess it would be at his back because she can't reach his shoulder. And all the security guard did was slap her hand away. And she ain't just tapped. She came running up. That woman was running up damn near full speed. Okay? And security reacted and they did their job. Security did exactly what they were supposed to do. Exactly they did nothing wrong. what they were supposed to do. In fact, they could have did worse because if someone's running up behind the person, which she did, she ran up behind him and security caught it just in time. Security could have reacted way worse. Than That's that. right. Knock it off. So they tried to make him look bad. They tried to make his security look bad. But actually, they did what they were supposed to do. That's why he's hired security. If that wasn't Britney, y'all wouldn't care. If that was anybody else, if that was just some, you know, random fan who did that, y'all would y'all would be saying security did their job. Right. Okay? Britney Spears or not, you don't run up behind nobody. No. We don't know who you are. You just come running up behind us. Nah. Knock it off. Security did their job. Now, Las Vegas police announced Friday that the security guard would not be charged in the incident and said Britney hand hit her own face. 
All right, now we got to congratulate the brat. Congratulate the brat, the brat, the brat. The brat is a mom, her and wife, Jessica. Welcome a baby boy. Uh, it weighed, uh, the boy weighed seven pounds, eight ounces, and measured 20 inches. So congratulations to the brat. And everybody good? The brat, everybody good? Everybody's good. Dropping the clues bombs for them, man. The, the, the way the black maternal death rate is set up in this country, whenever I hear of a sister having a healthy birth, you know, and, and, and living through it, you can't do nothing but salute that. All right, now the baby's name is True Legend Harris Dupart. Only moments away from baby boys coming into this world, and you yeah. are very nervous. This is the first time I've ever seen you that nervous. I think I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm always So it's good nervous? We're here. Yeah. 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 Say hey. Hi. What are you doing now? I'm getting ready to have a baby. All right. How you feel? Uh, very numb. Very numb. Like I'm sprawled out. <laughs> like a biology project. Like a biology project? Yeah. That's some pose. You did it. You're Congratulations. Such a beautiful moment. So salute again to the brat. Congratulations to True Legend. That's not like a clothing line. Mm-hmm. And last, I just want to say salute to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's Heartbeat teams up with BET to bring back Comic View. And Lu when Lunell was up here guest co-hosting Breakfast Club, she said Comic View is something that needs to come back to That's uh, right. BET. So I agree, especially now with the uh, writer strike happening. And, you know, I think the actors are about to go on strike. They're going to need a whole lot of unscripted content. That's right. They, re they recorded it, most of it, a lot of it this weekend in Vegas, July 6th to the 9th during Hart's uh, birthday. It was hosted by Mike Epps. The all-new episodes of Comic View uh, was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Tommy Davidson, uh, DC Young Fly, Brisha Webb, T.I., Tony Robbins, just to name a few. So I look forward to seeing that. I tried to watch uh, Kev's special. Uh, over the, the, the vacation mm -hmm. because um, his, his new comedy special came out, Reality Check, but it's on Peacock. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know Peacock's not available out the country. Oh. Yeah, it's only available in, in America. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, who are you giving that donkey to? Man, four after the hour, man. We need three despicable humans to come to the front of the congregation. They all happen to be from Florida, by the way. But they work for TSA. Oh, boy. Okay. TSA is supposed to be watching us, but clearly we should be watching the TSA. We'll discuss. All right. We'll get to that next. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. WPR FMHD1 New York. An iHeart Radio station. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, man. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's the breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Take a whole week off and Florida's still tripping. Donkey of the day for Monday, July 10th goes to Joshu Gonzalez, Elizabeth Fooster, and Liberius Williams, okay? Boy, y'all got some names on y'all. All right. Their ages are 20, 22, and 33 years old, and they all work at Miami International Airport in the great state of Florida. What does your Uncle Charlotte always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and today is no exception. I honestly am only doing this donkey to shame thieves, okay, to shame people that steal. All right, see, these three individuals work at TSA. We all know who TSA is, right? The Transportation Security Administration. They are the reasons we all feel so secure and yet so frightened at, at the airports, all right? Secure because we know nobody is walking around the airport with no weapons on them, but frightened because you never feel quite clean when you're going through TSA. 
Right. No matter how many times you check your bag, you're just wondering if you're completely clean. All right. But in Miami, at Miami International Airport, TSA shouldn't be the ones watching us. We should be the ones watching TSA because all three of these TSA workers have been arrested after authorities said they were caught on camera stealing from passengers during security screenings. What did you say the news report was, Eddie? Yes. Let's go to CBS for the report, please. A trio of TSA officers facing charges accused of stealing from passengers at MIA. Police say Liberius Williams, Joseph Gonzalez, and Elizabeth Fuster were seen on surveillance video working together to distract travelers at the security checkpoint in Concourse E and then steal from their belongings. Mm. In one of the incidents, they took $600 from a passenger's wallet during the screening process, on, according man. to investigators. The TSA issuing this statement to CBS News Miami. The Transportation Security Administration holds its transportation security officers to the highest professional and ethical standards and has no tolerance for misconduct in the workplace. Any employee who fails to meet our fundamental ethical standards is held accountable. I mean this with all due disrespect. Uh, these three are some of the worst kinds of criminals. I hate thieves. Okay, thieves are despicable and they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. There's not too many people worse to me than folks who steal out of checked luggage. Alright, first of all, it's such an invasion of privacy. You're going through people's luggage, that means you got, you know, hands all on people's drawers you know what i mean they panties they bras when people are traveling they got their nice outfits their nice beach attire whatever it is and you just violate them you know by going through their luggage and stealing from them no worse feeling than when you get to where you're going and things you you packed to take with you aren't in there so first you question yourself like damn did i pack it then you realize hell yes i did pack it they must have got me now, these folks just weren't going and check luggage, okay? You just heard on the news report, one video showed uh, Liberius Williams removing $600 from a passenger's wallet as the passenger was being screened. That's crazy. These three individuals operating on a different level of demon time, okay? Just take $600 from a passenger's wallet as the passenger was being screened? Hey, Gonzalez, Fooster, Williams, you do know we not the only ones being recorded, right? Y'all under surveillance too, so the boldness of it all. I want the judge to consider these folks really didn't care because they did these crimes knowing they had to be under some type of surveillance. Now, I really take things like this personal, especially when they impact people I know and love. Um, our good sister, Jess Hilarious, mm -hmm. just, just yesterday hit me because she was recently the victim of this same type of crime. It wasn't the Miami International Airport. It was the airport in Mexico, Cancun International Airport. Uh, out of it, watches her just hilarious chain, other pieces, wow. and some evil-ass, despicable human being went in her luggage and took it. She was flying United Airlines, by the way. So if there's anybody out there from United who wants to help, you can uh, hit Jess Hilarious up on Instagram or reach out to us here at the Breakfast Club. And I know the first thing people say is, why do folks check valuable items like that in their luggage? Yeah, you might be right, but that is victim blaming. Right. The real question is, why do people who work at the airport, who work at TSA, who work for these airlines, feel the need to steal? You got a job. Why risk that good job because you want to be stinky fingers? Okay? And you go through the wrong panties and underwear, you're going to be stinky fingers. All right? Why are you going through our luggage? You have to have a certain level of integrity, certain moral code, I believe, to work at the airport. Maybe we should start having Chick-fil-A workers. Okay, and people who work mm. at banks, work at TSA or whatever. All right, whatever checks and balances there are at the bank, implement at the airport because clearly folks at banks don't feel comfortable 
enough to just be pocketing money when they want to. So I don't want folks at airlines feeling comfortable enough to just steal our bags and pocket our money when they want to, okay? I don't even want folks feeling comfortable enough to feel like they can go in our bags. You know how they do those random bag checks sometimes? Mm -hmm. I don't like that either, okay? I, I despise it, all right? And I hate thieves. All right, I hate people who steal from folks who work hard for what they have. It's the eighth commandment. The eighth commandment reads, thou shalt not steal. It does not read, thou shalt not steal from the rich man. It does not read, thou shalt not steal from the poor man. It reads simple and plain, thou shalt not steal. And this needs to be the first commandment for the TSA. Please give those three TSA workers from the Miami International Airport the biggest hee-haw. Can't stand it, man. Mm. All right. Don't understand it. And if you know you're under surveillance, why would you continue to do it? If you if you work at the airport, you know they're watching you too. Is it worth it? Mm. You know they stole my underwear one time. They stole my underwear, my sneakers, my jeans. Sticky stinky fingers. I'm going to Vegas. That's what you call those type of people. Sticky stinky fingers. They always tell me you never check your bag outside. Oh, I never do that. They they mm -hmm. tell you to go inside because at least you did when you go That's inside right. you're dealing with a, a actual uh, airline employee. That's right. People outside are. are Contracted, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I thought they were for the airline too. Mm -mm, they contracted. Oh. All right. Well, that uh, was the donkey today. Shout the HB. Uh, say HBCU. Shout the BET. <laughs> we'll Same see difference. you guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody Historically else. Historically black network. There you go. Let's stay with it. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. So obese passengers are upset that airlines are about to start charging you for two tickets. So let's open up the phone lines and ask your thoughts. Eight hundred. 585-1051 uh, They're saying that You know They're trying to get More people on planes So they're shrinking The airplane seats Even though nearly 40% of American adults Are fa uh, obese Are obese Obese Why I didn't call them Chunky people beast man <laughs> yo, You crazy yo Yo that's wild yo. Obese you, We just got back And you trying to step I in said obese No you didn't You just called all Fat people beast And I, I don't understand obese, why bro obese. That is so messed up Obese You can't say fat That's crazy You can't say fat You have to say obese you can't say fat? No. Since when you can't say fat? Don't say fat. Don't like when you say fat. You're obese. Who don't like when we say fat? Fat people. I ain't never I heard mean, that obese in my people. life. Fat people call themselves fat. We talking Stop about? it. 800-585-1051. Should obese people have to buy two tickets to take a plane? That's the question. 800-585-1051. I think it should be an obese section. Oh, my God. Like, you know, they have first class and then have bigger chairs in a certain section yeah. that obese people can buy. And yeah. they can have what you got to put on because you got to, you know, map out the weight on the, on the plane. Serve, instead of serving meals, it's a buffet back there, too. That's what you, <laughs> shut want. Up, That's what you want as well. Yo, shut up. Let's discuss. It's the, <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're opening up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. So, uh, obese passengers are complaining about airlines charging them two tickets to fly on different airlines. Now, this is not every airline, but this is some of them. And some of the bigger passengers are complaining about this. So we're asking, what are your thoughts? 800-585-1051. Now, keep in mind, 41% of Americans are obese. So with that being such a large number, I think that they should such have... a large number? <laughs> Shut up, man. I think they should have an obese section. Now, an obese section, I know you think, oh, envy, that's a fat section. But yes, 
a, a big section where the seats are bigger and you let's say you just have four seats on a plane or six seats on a plane that you keep for obese passengers now if you don't sell them then you can sell them to regular people and then regular people that have a first class seat it'll feel like a first class seat but you at least give them the option instead of you know, because, you know, if, you, if you've been on a flight, like the seats are getting narrower and narrower. And there's no way somebody with that's big can fit in those seats. Also, too, that uh, that number, that number is probably a little skewed because like uh, to be considered obese, I think you have to be over 200 pounds. But that don't necessarily mean like you're, you're fat. You're fat. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, you just considered obese based off what, you know, the standards are. But I believe um, the airlines are doing overweight people a favor. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Because if I was an overweight person, I personally would want to book two seats because I would want to be comfortable. Simple as that. Like the airline is not only looking out for the overweight people, it's looking out for its other customers because y'all talking about how much it would cost for the heavy person to buy two seats. How would you feel if you spent all that money for a plane ticket and had to be uncomfortable the whole ride because you're sitting next to somebody who clearly needed two seats? You yeah. know what I mean? So so one of two things can happen. I don't want the airlines to change mm-hmm. The the, the 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 dynamics of the plane, but you know, if you somebody is like overweight, like you know, 300, 400 pounds, maybe you can get them a, give them a discount on the second ticket. All right, maybe g- give them a discount. Maybe, see, but the, see, but the problem is this, right? You know, with inflation and interest rates high and people not making money, that's expensive. And flying right now is expensive. Before, when you could get like a little two hundred dollar ticket, two fifty ticket, one hundred twenty dollar ticket, that's not no more. Now tickets are no less than four fifty, five hundred dollars. Okay, charge them their weight. <laughs> That's the discount. Yo, shut up, if you four fifty, you gotta pay four fifty. But if you like three hundred for the second seat, you pay the three hundred. You should have to pay a dollar per pound oh for your second ticket. I think that's fair. Hello? Now, by the way, real quick, hello, hold on a second, brother. I said this, I said this, but hey, then I, just, I just got a text from the president of the Fat Lives Matter community. Uh, he says that we don't need a whole section, but if a second seat is needed, it shouldn't be full price of a regular ticket. I said that before. I even got that text from him because we do have the president of the Fat Lives Matter uh, committee that works here. Yep. But, you know, he can't be on camera for other reasons and stuff. But, you know, warrants. Yeah. You'll see him soon. Yeah. But I, my whole thing is, is to, to do a section. What's your name, bro? Not a section. My name is Ro. Ro, talk to us. OK, so I used to work out the airline a little while back. To be honest, I agree with y'all saying. I don't think it should be a full seat, but it should be an extra upcharge. Because getting them on the airline or the flight itself, my part, used to be a process. You had to get an extension for the seatbelt. It took like two or three people to get them on. Like, that extra seat is a tad bit, but there should be like an overcharge price or something like overweight back. I agree. Now, now, let me ask you a question, Rose. So, you know, you know, at planes, they, they always keep two seats just in case there's a person with a wheelchair or a handicap, right? True. Now... Think about it. If there was an obese section where it was just four seats that were a little bigger, that's only booked for big people. But if they don't sell it, then they just know that they can sell it to regular people, kind of like the handicap seats. It could just be four seats on the plane with just a little bigger to help, you know, obese people. out. Okay, so that's a good idea. Right. So you have four. You have uh, you have just extra seats. Right. And if if no, if no obese person rides the plane and buys that extra seat. Then it should, it's just a regular seat. Just a regular seat. I'm with that. Because yeah. everything, everything. That's a, that's a, but to be honest, those extra seats aren't even just for handicapped people. Those are for flight crews. Like if they got somebody loading from one flight, flying to the next city to. Oh, work yeah, you're flight. right. You're right. You're but right, yeah, but right. so they use the handicapped seats for other things. And that's, that could be for the obese seats. It could be, the, you know, it could be like the fat section, the obese section. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Everything costs extra on the plane. If your bag is overweight, you got to pay extra. Correct. You know what I'm saying? If you got more than one carry-on bag, you got to pay extra for the carry-on bag. Correct. It should be the same thing when it comes to your weight. 
If you're a little weight, you got to pay more? If, you, if you're a little overweight, you got to pay a little bit more because all you're doing is paying for another seat. You're just, I wouldn't have them, I wouldn't charge them full price for another seat. Okay. Hello, who's this? What up, though? What up, though? Detroit, what's up? Talk to us. Hey, so listen, man, I'm just saying, first off, I like how y'all had a, uh, the, the, the theme songs playing in the back. The TV thing, so can y'all play DuckTales for us? Get that in the rotation. Yeah, y'all not supposed to be hearing um, that, so but Yeah, where you at that you heard that so we can report them? Where you at? Detroit? We here, bro. Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we here. All right, but go ahead, bro. Hey, uh, but yeah, man, I think they should charge them. Yeah, hey. definitely. Yeah, yeah put, some, put some tax on it because everything going up, the world going up, everything costs more. We got to pay for everything. Food costs extra. They, they know that. So... Yeah, it's got to cost extra. The seat got to be extra. Right, but we even talk about the fact that all these food traps where a lot of people can't get healthy food, so they're eating these food Food the deserts, food man. Food, I said food traps. <laughs> stop, stop making it sound like they got a bunch of Chick-fil-A under a box and fat people are getting trapped, man. Ain't no food traps. It's a food as, desert, they're man. They're looking sexy. This guy is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said food traps. Like chicken, this, chicken fingers are looking sexy. They're trapping people. Like, like is this a whole bunch of pies. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch of pies in the net. And as soon as you go get the pies, the net just covers you up. Like, man, cut it out, man. <laughs> Damn, yo. 800-585-1051. If you're just joining us, uh, obese passengers are complaining because airlines are charging them two tickets if you want to fly with them. So we'll talk about it when we come back. And we got uh, Grizz when we come back. And he's a, a, a big brother. Pause. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're taking your calls. 800-585-1051. Uh, we're talking about obese passengers complaining about airlines charging them two tickets to fly. And we got Grizz on the line. Grizz, good morning. Yo, yo, good morning, man. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Yo, what up, y'all? Everybody good? Yes, sir. Right. How, how big are you, Grizz? Pause. Whoa. Listen, man. I'm I'm 400. Jesus. When I squat and I work out every day, I'm, a gym, I'm, I'm in the gym. I'm buff. Okay. So the thing is, when I get to the line, they want to sit there and say, yo, we need to charge you for two seats. How tall you know are you? I know my size. Yeah, I know I'm a big dude, but, yo, that's too much, man. How tall are you? Six, six. Now, let me ask you a question. As a six, six, yeah. 400 pound man, Shouldn't you want more room? I know you get even more leg room. I know you do. Man, I know you might not be able to afford it. Yo, I need more leg room. I need more more room, period. You know what I'm saying? My foot, I'm a size 14. Grizz, I'm going to ask you a question. I don't want you to think anything of it. Uh-oh. I just want to know. For oh, yo. I just want to know. Chill out, yo. Here we go. <laughs> what? What? No, I got to hear this question again. Ask, ask Grizz. What? Just tell me. Is what? It, what? Just tell me. Tell is, me what? Is the stereotype yeah. true, people with big feet? Because I got big feet, but hey, it ain't true. you. Yo, man, we not even on that topic right now. Let's talk about these TSA agents, man. Yo, that been going on for years, brother. That's right. People patting you down, right? Just want to make sure to see if, to see if your shoe size Listen, matches. Now, we're talking about what? the little luggage thing, man. Oh, yo, oh, oh my, fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. Yeah, yeah, oh, man, oh, get oh, your mind off of that, yo. Everybody in the morning listen to you every morning do that, yo. Chill out. Yo, hold on, Grace. Yo, what's wrong with you, man? I know. I just wanted to know, What's up man? with you? Like, you I was like, asking questions. You just but, asked that man the size of his... No, I did not, actually. But listen, the thing about Grizz, once again... <laughs> the what? I, if I was Grizz, I would want to be comfortable. So I think that they should have half off for the second seat. That's what I think. Hello, who's this? 
Hi, DJ Envy and Charlemagne. Good morning. I'm going to keep it anonymous because I got something ugly to say. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, first of all, are you, um, are you obese? I want to say. Are you obese, ma'am? I am not. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you got to say then. Um, I just want to say if they want to, you know, complain about paying for two tickets, keep their fat at home. That's Damn. it. You ain't, you, you, I mean, well, that was a bit harsh. <laughs> you didn't have to say fat ass. Okay. You could No, I mean, that's what they are. Obese, fat, Jesus. all the same thing. Yeah, but it's the fat ass that makes it bad. Anyway, <laughs> you know, um, it's going to come to that door, right? What? Because if you are a certain size and you don't want to pay, you know, the extra cost for the extra ticket, you're going to have to find other means of transportation, right? Yeah. So you might not be flying. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Darnell. Darnell, good morning, Darnell. Good morning, good morning. Talk to us. We're talking about obese passengers complaining that uh, they're getting charged for two airline tickets now. Right, right. So I believe personally that they should get charged for two airline tickets. I have personally been in situations because I've traveled a lot where I've been next to that morbidly obese passenger and it is extremely uncomfortable. If you pay, if you sit and you physically take up 1.5 feet, then yes, you should pay for two tickets without fin. Like it's not an emotional thing. It's not a physical bias thing. Yeah. It's more or less about, you know, being considerate for people next to you. And if you can't control your weight or if you do have a physical problem, then the airlines to be um, cognizant of this and have their own section for these people that that size. But being seen as how I'm a normal sized male and I've been so uncomfortable next to that really big male or that really big female. I have been turned off on more than one occasion in different airlines and not just Delta, but multiple airlines. They need to all come to the consensus that, hey, look, this person is making me uncomfortable because they are bigger than the average size of the seat. So that's my opinion. I I agree. Either that or instead of flying commercial, some of these people got to fly cargo. What? Okay. <laughs> one, one, say private. One, one, one you can't two. fly cargo. One of the two, because I think the whole Jesus. thing is we all can agree that, especially the older you get, it's not like airlines are the most comfortable. Correct. I don't care whether you're sitting in first class, well, you know, economy, whatever it is, airline seats just aren't the most comfortable. So if I was an obese person, I would want to buy a second seat just so I can be as comfortable as possible. And I think that the only solution is the second ticket should literally be a dollar a pound. Oh my goodness. I'm serious. But like, what if you can't afford it? Like you gotta travel somewhere and you can't afford two tickets. A dollar a pound. But you four hundred so, pounds. So, That's... So, I, so I bought my first ticket for whatever the regular price was. Right. And if I'm obese and I need another seat. That could be like four hundred. Oh, that's, that's, be- that's better than 600, 700 or whatever the average ticket is. And then you got to weigh yourself on the scale to see what it is. Hey, you know what I mean? So now you got to get on the luggage scale to weigh yourself on it's, that scale. It's better. I'm just trying. It's better than having to buy two full tickets at full price. Now, now, now obese people have anxiety. They're not going to eat for a day to get on a flight for cheaper. They're going to pee and poop before they weigh in themselves on the scale like a boxer. It ain't going to make much of a difference. Oh, if, you, if you that obese, it ain't going to make that much of a difference. You know what I'm saying? You're going to lose five pounds at the most. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, we got your rumor report. Nelly, uh, he's up $50 million. We'll tell you why. So don't move. It's the Damn. Breakfast Club. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. What? Salute to our guy, man. What? what? The president of the Fat Lives Matter community he's back? says. Yes, he said. And just to let the people know that we know y'all don't want to sit next to us, but we are okay and are prepared for y'all to fall asleep on us. It's a compromise for us taking up y'all arm space. Oh, so he, he, they let you sleep on them? That's, <laughs> that's what I got. That's what the president of the Fat Lives Matter community okay. uh, said to me just now. All right.
All right, when we come back, we got your room report. It's The Breakfast. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how Black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, Palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrantz and visit Ibrantz.com. Ibrantz may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrantz may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrantz, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 
Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nelly. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on the Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On the Breakfast Club. Now, Nelly snags $50 million for half of his catalog. Now, Nelly has secured a $50 million deal for 50% ownership over his entire catalog, which includes eight albums and a number of number one singles. So, I guess that's the beauty of uh, owning your masters, right? Mm-hmm. You can sell them for that kind of money if yeah. you choose to. Yeah. So the deal Can't sell them if you don't own them. Yeah, it includes some of the, uh, like, Ride With Me, Dilemma featuring Kelly Rowland, Hot in Here, uh, I Am Number One, and, and a host of others. So, uh, shout to Nelly Wiz Khalifa sells a portion of his music in publishing catalog. Uh, they didn't say the amount, but uh, they said he made a huge, uh, big change as well. Now, it's this uh, Harborview Equity Partners is the one that purchased half of Nelly's and some of Wiz Khalifa's as well. I'm not in the music business, so I don't know if, you know, those are good deals or not. I have no idea. You know, when I talk to artists who've done it, they all say, hey, man, you know, we're getting these large lump sums of money. We're getting this this capital. And Mm -hmm. from what I was told, some of this stuff is just like licensing deals to, to a certain extent like they get it back after a certain period yeah, after of time. a certain period of time or after that that money is is made back but you know 50 million dollars you think about it he gets 50 million he can invest that into whatever he wants yeah you're getting the capital and Absolutely. he can you know flip that money fast because you know if he had to wait for his catalog it might take you know 10 20 years to get to 50 million dollars depending on how many times it's streamed or played or and all that, that other stuff and that's the thing i don't think people have enough conversations about would nelly have made that kind of money on his own just owning his masters, I don't know. He would have, just might have took a long might time. Took a long but time. now he gets that know. money up front and be yeah. able to, you know, make other moves. I just don't know what the uh, taxes are on that because fifty million dollars no is usually what thirty eight percent, forty percent. Well, anytime you make fifty million dollars off something, it seems like a pretty decent deal to me. Absolutely, <laughs> you know, you don't sold half of it. So. Absolutely. Now, when we were on uh, vacation, uh, ESPN laid off a lot of people. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, Keyshawn Johnson, Max Kellerman, uh, just to name a few, Steve Young. Uh, and Stephen A. Smith actually speaks about it. He says he could be next. ESPN, just the other day, laid off about 20 members of its on-air talent. I titled this change happened more to come because as you all know i work at espn my day job is first take nba countdown to nba Stephen a's world all of that but mainly first take and there are a lot of people who got laid off but if we're gonna be real about it let's deal with reality this ain't the end more is coming and yes ladies and gentlemen i could be next let me tell y'all something don't ever 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 in your life as a black person take anything for granted that's facts he's absolutely telling the truth but I will say this uh, that's all part of Disney's uh, cost cutting goal though they had a 5.5 billion dollar cost cutting goal yeah but they also said that the company reported that the profit grew 56% to 12.1 billion in 2022 and some of these shows I thought were pretty big so I'm not 100,000% sure why maybe they're going to be rebranding some of these people rehiring you just never know because we've seen people get fired and then hired back but you just never know if a company has a 5.5 billion dollar cost cutting goal across the whole company a lot of people getting fired mm-hmm. and we talking about Disney here so they ain't just ESPN you talking about Disney workers you talk like it's a whole bunch of different components that go under the Disney umbrella so 
Yes, I'm sure it'll be more. Yeah, but if they're saying their operating profit grew 56%. Hey, man. I just know they had a $5.5 billion cost cutting go. Jesus. I don't know. All right. Well, shout out to our brother Jalen Rose. And listen, uh, you remember earlier I said I don't need any more social media distractions? Yes. That's why you won't see me on uh, threads. Threads, yep. But Breakfast Club page does have a thread. Yes, we do. Yes, because clearly they love all the distractions. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a way to promote our content and put our content out there so we can... That's right. Stay in this building. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, I thought you were going to talk about somebody uh, the other. Oh, no. Black, I was going to actually say... Social media I was going to say that I think it's insane... You know that so many people can run out and sign up for these new social media apps. Cause you said Thread is the fastest growing social media app ever. Yes. How many people? I, I think I saw like hundred million. I think they say. It's it's unreal to me how people can just run out and sign up for these new social media apps. Then in the future, you're gonna be complaining about how these apps uh, suppress black voices and black content, and y'all gonna be complaining about these billionaires being billionaires. But it's your support that keeps you know uh, money in their pocket because you have so many apps out here that are black owned that y'all don't support. Like y'all support these other folks' apps. You got Seventh Avenue, which I think formerly was the Cookout. Okay. Yeah, Seventh Avenue. Yep. You got fan base. Mm -hmm. Luther, my man Isaac, uh, Isaac Hayes the third. Yep. And then Spill. Spill was the one I couldn't think of earlier, but mm -hmm. Spill was uh, was was uh, being promoted as a black alternative to Twitter. Okay. And I think that was like two weeks ago. Yes. So I was I was trying to think. Yeah, it debuted like a week before Threads, but yet Threads is the one I see everybody running to. Well, Threads makes it easier because it's pretty much uses your Instagram page, uses your Instagram followers. It's pretty much you just put your name in and boop. Pops, you so already you verified. You can't go to an app store and just download you something. Can. But you know, people like convenience, and thread I, is very I, I, convenient. I don't think got nothing to do with convenience. I just think that y'all think white ice is colder. That's what I think. Nah. But y'all gonna, gonna be complaining about that white ice, that, that white ice burning your hand later. Absolutely. So just make sure you follow the Breakfast Club on Threads, and you can see all the, the cool things and interviews and things <laughs> that we're doing. Yeah. Why? Why y'all ain't got a spill? Yeah, page, we should have Breakfast a spill page. Club. Yeah, we should have a spill page. What's the, huh? the cookout new one? What's the you said a seventh what? 7th Avenue 7th Avenue What's the other one What's Isaac Hayes And fan base We should have a fan base We have a fan base Yes we have a fan base Alright People's Choice Mixes up next Don't move It's The Breakfast Club Good morning Morning everybody It's DJ NV Charlamagne the guy We are The Breakfast Club I just want to remind you guys Again over the week, over the uh, vacation I was able to link up With HBCUNY uh, And be part of that classic I, I'm so excited to bring uh, HBCU function to New York, New Jersey area. I know I always travel out to Alabama. I always travel to uh, Florida for the classics. So now we we have a classic here. This year it's Morgan. Uh, so I said Morgan Morehouse versus Albany State. But it's just not about those schools. It's about all the HBCUs, fraternities, sororities. We want you guys to pull up. We want every. Uh, HBCU to have a section out there. We're going to be uh, enjoying ourselves with day and night parties. There's going to be a step show. There's going to be financial literacy programs. There's going to be a career fair. There's going to be a pep rally. So we're trying to uh, let these kids see what HBCUs are all about. We don't really get a chance to see it here in, in, on the East Coast as much. But uh, So all the schools that are pretty close, whether it's Lincoln, it's Morgan, uh, it's Howard, it's Hampton, Virginia Union, all the HBCUs we want you to pull up. There's a lot of alumni in the area. So again, the game is September September 16th with a lot of uh, activities all around it for that week and it's the it's the uh it, it begins the week of HBCU week so we can't wait to see you guys and again that's September 16th for more information you can uh, click the link in my bio or just google HBCU NY classic all right now you want to shout to your uh, people in Anguilla man salute to everybody in Anguilla I had a great time in Anguilla Anguilla is like home for me I've been going to Anguilla for a decade now and the love is real Okay That's all I can say 
I, I feel so relaxed mm-hmm. and so recharged. I may not sound like it in this moment, but trust me, I am. And you know, when you go on like a nice vacation, like, you know, we were gone for like eight days. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, after day five, I was like, damn. Got that little itch. I'm ready to get back to work. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy these last three days. But I ain't ready to go back right now. That's right. But I am uh, ready to go back. Okay. You know, because I truly love what we do here at the Breakfast Club. Such a great environment. Now, you see, they got the candles the going. Candles, yep. You know what I'm saying? We Smells good. Feels going. good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. man. It's just a great, great, great place to be. That's right. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. And shout out to Nick Cannon and the whole Wild and Out team. Uh, they're celebrating their 20th season starting tomorrow. We're going to have a different co host from the Wild and Out cast all this week. So make sure you tune in and don't forget to check out Wild and Out Thursdays, 9, 8 Central on VH1. All right. Now, uh, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do have a positive note, man. And I feel like somebody out there right now really, really, really needs to hear this. And I just want to tell you on this fine Monday, do it scared. That's right. Do it scared and stay afraid. Okay. But do it anyway. All right. What's important is the action. All right, you don't have to wait to be confident. Just do it, and eventually the confidence will follow, okay? So go out there and do it scared, y'all. Happy Monday. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there... Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 